Falje Falje to Anya in LA. I am Anya, your host, and I am in LA. Guys, Happy New Year! Oh my God, I love love that I'm sitting here recording a new episode for my podcast on you in LA and it's going to be episode 21 which it's very significant because I guess I stopped recording at episode 20 um, which obviously wasn't supposed to be the plan but then to be back and you know being able to record this now is like a little personal milestone uh no not a milestone i wouldn't say milestone but just a personal little achievement for me because um there's been reasons that i haven't been able to record for the last while which i will get into now in my podcast um but i just feel very happy and very blessed and full of joy that i'm kind of sitting here doing this so i'm taking a little sip of champagne mhm because it's obviously New Year. So for me, what time is it? It's only 20 to 7 uh, on the 31st of December. And obviously New Year has already come and gone in Ireland. Uh, so for me, I'm like, oh yeah, grand. It's, you know, it's New Year for me now. So it's fine. Um, obviously, it hasn't hit the East Coast yet and hasn't hit the West Coast it being 20 to 7. Uh, but yeah, New Year is celebrating it. So I'm delighted. I'm sitting obviously recording this but I'm home alone drinking a gorgeous bottle of champagne that one of my really like one of my best friends over here bought me for Christmas and I was keeping it for like a special occasion and I was like do you know what this is every day is a fucking special occasion for me but to me anyway but I was like I'm gonna have this while I'm recording this podcast and you know what's even more amazing I wasn't planning to record this podcast I actually wasn't planning to be back at my podcast for I don't know probably a couple of weeks ago I wasn't thinking about it it wasn't it wasn't on my radar to do um, it, it, you know it was just kind of in the back of my mind I have to apologise as well in advance about the sound um, like I said right I wasn't planning to be recording this anytime soon I wasn't planning to come back to my podcast anytime soon which again I'll fill you all in about so stay stay listening um, but I'm in my new place I'm in Burbank in Los Angeles and I am in a makeshift wardrobe um, that has like no sound like no buffers nothing um, I, I like that I literally like I could make I know how to make fake little sound boots and stuff with like duvets and cushions and pillows and stuff but I just didn't expect to be doing this so I didn't have time and I was like you know what it sounds enough to just be able to get the podcast out for this one episode and um, I actually have a little self tape room here in the, in the new place so it's great so I'm living here with my best friend uh, which is amazing in itself and just brings so much more love and stuff so hey Leo um, so yeah I guess I'm here alone and home alone on New Year's um, just to kind of end the mad few months I've had but especially the mad, like the last two weeks um, just to end that on my own in a high and I feel it's just very significant and it's very poignant that I'm doing that and I'm very I was like do you know what I'm not I'm not going out I'm not going out um, obviously look COVID and all this other thing but you can still go and do things that are you know safe and COVID friendly 
But I was like, no, I feel I need to ring in this new year just on my own. I actually can't remember where I was last new year, by the way, which is very funny. I texted a couple of my friends. And I was like, was I with you? Was I with you? I was like, I can't remember. So I think I was in bed. Like, I don't think I um, celebrated, but for some reason it seems more... Like, I think I was out, but then like come home maybe earlier. So I don't know. I need to go back. I can't... Uh, I just don't remember. I remember New Year's Day. I went and did a, a cycling class thing on the beach um, like a spin class on the beach I remember that and I remember it was early morning I think for sunrise so I can't imagine that I was anything too mad the night before but the reason it's so poignant so I'm just over Covid Covid caught up to me after after the two years after me dodging it or what was it like two I don't know is it two years I don't know two and a half Um. I got COVID and lads, I got it at such a mad time. I literally got it, right? Most of you will know from my Twitter, but then some of you probably won't because I'm not on Instagram. And again, I'm going to go into all that. So what's happening now at the moment is I'm home alone, totally fucking Macaulay Culkin home alone buzz, right? Um, since I got COVID the day before I was supposed to leave for Ireland, I was going home to Ireland for the Christmas holidays. I was leaving America, going home and uh, got a call to say I got COVID literally the day before. I was like, you having a laugh? No, sorry. Um, I got the call. It was two days before. So I was supposed to leave on the Sunday. Got the call on the Friday. That was like a close contact, a possibility. That's what it was. And then, and I was like, they were like, have you any symptoms? And I was like, no. I was like, so maybe it's a false positive, you know, holding on to that. Like, I was like, maybe it's a false positive. And they were like, look, it could be. We'll test you again in the morning. So I went down to get a, a test 7am I was at the door Banging the fucking door How are you? Let us in Banging the door down 7am Got a COVID test But what was mad is I set me alarm for half six And was up at like five anyway Just freak You know I was just like um, Get me out here But um, I went down But I woke up This way I probably woke up as well Like five o'clock so early Because I I had I was sick then I was sick so I woke up after being told I possibly had COVID on the Friday woke up Saturday I was like oh my god I'm sick I had no voice no, no I did have voice my voice was just my, my throat was sore all congested and I'm very now I don't give in to sickness I'm very like no I'm fine and like I'm, not, I'm like mind over matter like I'm real one of those like I don't give in to it the only thing I kind of give in to sometimes is my period pain um, which COVID is how I describe COVID is the worst flu I've ever had and the worst period pain I've ever had combined, right? Also lost my voice. So anyway, gets the call on the Friday. I was wrapping up from work. Two of the girls were in my house from work as well at that time and gets a call to say, yeah, you've COVID. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, went down the Saturday, got the second test. But I just knew. I did actually, I did a few antigen tests myself on the Friday night. Um, straight onto Instacart getting COVID tests and uh, orange juice delivered to me off at 12 o'clock at night and um, did the antigen tests and I just knew but it was funny right so do you ever get when you get a call about something and you just don't doubt it you just know that that person's telling the truth and then what's so funny about it was right the guy that rang me on my job he's a lovely guy but he'd been ringing me because we were organising the fact that I was going back to Ireland it was a guy from work I, the fact I was going back to Ireland he was helping me organise my COVID test for when I came back before I could start work okay so obviously working on a production at the moment and they have to get you tested like you know a couple of times before you can start which is totally acceptable understandable so um, anyway so it wasn't I when I got the phone call off him I didn't think anything of it whereas 
people said to me did you not know when you were getting the call from him and I said no because I'd been in touch with him about my COVID about me going away anyway like about my COVID test so anyway went um, he rings me anyway I was like hey what's the story and he was like so he was like did you get your tests back your results back or anything like that and I was like like for what like what do you mean and um, he was like oh uh your COVID tests come back positive. Now, straight away, the first words out of my mouth, I said, fuck off. Sorry, just to interrupt that to say, I'm just after doing a little jig with the sound there, so I don't know if the sound's better or worse, so we'll see what happens. So anyway, first thing out of my mouth was, fuck off. Literally, so that's something Irish people say. We say it to good news, bad news, okay news. Like, we just, that's what we say. We're like, fuck off. So straight away, the guy was like, no. I was like, oh no, sorry. I was like, look, I'm just, what is going on? Like, so um, he was like, yeah, look, COVID has come back. We've, you know, whatever. I was like, okay. I was like, oh wait, I'm going to Ireland on Monday. And he's like, yeah. And it was, you know, that like quietness on the phone. It's like of the whole, yeah, no, you're not. But the minute he said it to me, I just knew. I just knew I had it. Like, so there wasn't, even he, he mentioned like a false positive and possibilities and everyone then I'd tell like the girls and stuff I'd told they were like ah it's probably a false positive but I just knew me bones I was like no I've COVID I just know I, even though I know symptoms at this point I was like no I've COVID so um, anyway ran in, ran up to my house I was I happened to be just outside in the garden when I got this call and like I said two of the girls were inside my house and uh, ran up and I was like I stood outside and I was like girls you just have to leave I was like I'm after getting a call to say I'd COVID and they were like ah and I was like no I swear to God and they were like seriously and I was like yeah so anyway after a few minutes they left Got, you know was ringing a couple of people organising antigen tests the whole lot but I just knew I was like I'm not going to Ireland I just knew and obviously the first thing I thought of was to ring me like I was like oh god I have to ring my family but I said I won't tell them until I know it's absolutely for definite so anyway um, I hope this story isn't too boring I'm just trying to get through so I can tell you it's like my state of mind um, so also for me right this me getting COVID this was like the cherry on on the fucking cake that had been in mad few months for me right which again I'm gonna all get into in this episode so anyway um, the next day like I said woke up I was sick I was like right grand of COVID knew uh, went down got the test but, but then I texted my sister and I was like look just a heads up I was like I'm waiting for a second test but I'm pretty sure of COVID and I can't come home tomorrow just like how are we gonna break to the kids so I have two nieces um, you know my biggest concern about how do I tell them like just that they were like they had signs made for me they had like just uh, like one of my nieces made like a calendar separately that just had Auntie Anya's coming home and like she wrote all the days because she was like I don't want anything else in the calendar this is just Auntie Anya coming home calendar and she would go up and mark it off every day and I just I was picturing all this as I was like, I have to ring them now and tell them I'm not coming home. Like, this is just tragic. And especially just a year that's in it for everyone. Like, look, my family is going through, as is every other family in the whole world. Like, that's the thing, guys. We're actually still in a pandemic. Like, just go easy on yourself. I think people, because life is semi going back to normal, when I say going back to normal, it's because you're, you know, back at work probably or whatever. Like, you're, we're still in a pandemic, you know, in a very mad kind of just time like it's just mad like I think the whole world is just in an upheaval but for the good for the better so this is the thing this is all for the better I know it's hard to see now but believe me it is anyway so my roommate had gone away two days before he was going home for Christmas and of course so I was like oh my god I'm going to be home alone for Christmas like I said Kevin McAllister Macaulay Culkin home alone so anyway 
I throughout the day I was getting sicker and sicker and I just felt I was like I'm, I'm in bits like and you know I just knew I was like yeah I've just definitely COVID so I started kind of ringing my family and because uh, so bear in mind like this is a Saturday and I'm due to get up on Sunday morning and go and get me fly I hadn't even packed uh, so I started ringing my family on Saturday first I rang I rang my dad's wife and I was like here listen I said are you in the house and she was like no I was like will you go around to the house and when you're home just tell so I told her and I was like I just will you tell him and then ring me I said I just can't tell him I just couldn't tell me dad that I wasn't going home for Christmas I knew that my I'm so close to me dad anyone that knows me very close to me dad like you know really close and I go and I'm so close to me ma as well but I just have like me and me dad who have a little I don't know a little kind of separate bond so um I knew this was just going to break his heart and, and me ma as well is another like she's very like me she's very tough cookie she's like La, sure, look that's life and, and isn't that it whereas me dad I just knew he was going to be devastated so anyway tell me dad's wife I said go around and tell him and then ring me so anyway me dad rings me on a video call and he's just crying on the phone I had to take a screenshot and all because I was like his little face and then he starts he starts getting like he starts showing me the things he'd gotten for Christmas like you know and then he starts showing me the bunch of flowers he bought me for the airport and then the sign he made me for the airport and he was like and I got you this brown bread because you love it and I got you this pudding because you love this white pudding and all just these little things he was just going around and I was like looked at and, and again like we're a very family like we've been through so much that the first thing I, I was like dad I'm on the phone here and I'm safe and alive you're safe and alive like let's just let's that be the start of this the basis of this conversation so um, so that was grand so look yeah he was devastated and he was like look I have to hang up and I was like yeah I do I was like I can't talk to you anymore so then uh, yeah so I had already told me ma dad at this point and then I was like I have to ring the girls but me ma had told me nieces their dad right so it's so the next all I get's a phone call off my niece and I was like oh no I was like I knew she was ringing me to tell me or to say like she knew anyway so she rang me and I answered the phone and she was just there with tears she couldn't even talk to me she was looking at the screen she's like are you not coming home and I was like no and she just started roaring crying and then my other niece came up so the two of them were just on the phone crying and then look I'm on the phone to them for you know a good 40-45 minutes just talking to them through everything and you know I was like look it is what it is and I'll try to get back in the new year anyway so then after all that is done I was coming to the realisation of like wow I'm going to be home alone for Christmas like I never I've never had that I've never experienced that I never you know like what does that feel like and then now I'll probably never admit this to my family like well maybe in time but I kind of started to feel like it was a blessing in disguise and then the reason it was and this is partly tying into why I haven't done a podcast in a while I've honestly gone through such a major transformation of self the last few weeks and months and I I mean a struggle of like dark night of the soul stuff I was going through um, and and it's weird because my healing is very different to say someone else's in a sense that I'm still a very positive person no matter what and I was still getting that like I was still trying to not trying to but I'm naturally just I'm like you know do you know that little meme of the dog sitting there at the table and the and the fire is going on around they're like oh it's fine now obviously the whole point of that meme is that the dog is like you know ignoring the fact that the fire is around there but I'm kind of like that 
not that I'd be ignoring what's going on around me, but I'm like, I'm fine and I'm safe. I'm okay. But anyway, so the last podcast episode I did was in July 31st and I'd only been back in LA and I was just not in a great place like just you know it was one of them things where everything everything was wrong with what like my living situation wasn't wasn't right my friend situation wasn't right my work situation like there was just a lot of moving pieces of the puzzle parts of the puzzle that just weren't going well and the reason that was happening was because I guess since I came over here I've been in such a mode of survival because you know I came over here I'm changing career I'm going from like you know working like being a very successful producer making really good money great contacts never out of work again anyone that knows me listening to this would would know that I'd be such a workhorse I'd be doing two or three different things at a time so then to be over here then to be like at the bottom rung of the ladder which again I've no absolutely no problem with but like not making then you're making the money only making the money that matches that you know it's a different lifestyle and and when all that's happening and you're fighting for survival your fucking mental health and your well-being goes out the window so I had essentially like abandoned myself and then because I came back to LA it was like I finally had to face it. So again, if you're catching up on my journey, like I, I was in LA, went to San Diego for a while, was ready then to come back to LA, but knew there was also stuff I had to deal with and, and maybe look at as well. And, you know, just other things. So all this was happening and it was just so funny because it was just starting to happen. Like, you know, like I said, July was when I recorded that podcast. It was happening before. It was it was happening from when I was leaving San Diego and I came back to LA. So like I came back to LA, I think the start of July. And it was that kind of month that I was like, right, I'm back now and I've no excuse. Like I, I'm, I'm actually officially saying, I'm giving up production work and I'm going to take up acting full time and performing. Like that's what I want to do, and that's it. So I made that decision, and then with that comes, you know, like turning down work. Uh, you know, not. And these are all like I don't want to sound like give like asshole here, but like obviously like getting offered work and I was turning it down so I was choosing this for myself but I also wasn't minding myself in these decisions so like I was like yeah look I'm just not going to do that because like that's not fitting in my plan now right and which is totally fair enough because we're all entitled to do that but then I wasn't checking in with myself and being like okay well how is this affecting me how do I feel and you know how's money and like all that and you know just different things I wasn't the whole piece of the pie I just wasn't looking at you know and um, so I just was having, yeah, I just started to have um, just these, a lot more emotional stuff was coming up for me. And, but like that, at that point then, I'm, I'm working in a job where I'm working like full time, Monday to Friday, so blessed, right? But you're nonstop, it's busy, you're working a lot of hours, you're tired, you know, for not a lot of money, you know, it's very just challenging, like that stuff is challenging and it's challenging anyway, but I guess I just felt that bigger sting because like I was 34 in a new country no family around me you know obviously great friends which is fantastic and I think that like definitely saved me but you know no family around me and no people that knew me from like before I'd moved here like any friends I'd made here they were my friends from LA if, if that makes sense I had a couple of friends that I knew from like being here again before but not not like long term so anyway and then like you know you're still in the middle of a pandemic and all this sort of stuff so it was kind of a lot was happening but again I was ignoring it so that's the thing I was ignoring it and I was what what I would call I was abandoning myself so I'm going to just stop here and 
talk about inner child work. Now, please pause this and just Google inner child work if you've never heard of it. If you have heard of it, I'm assume, assuming it's something that you've maybe looked into or you've done work on yourself because I think once you get to that point in your life, it's just something that is just, it's in it, it's in your life and then that's it. But anyway, so I totally a lot of stuff that's come up for me recently and again I'm going to go into detail about it but a lot of stuff that's come up for me recently is like literally how I felt abandoned as a child now rightly or wrongly so like there's no you know it was just it was just my experience and then that was that turns into the script we tell ourselves and then that was a scripture in my life so I've always lived my life with that as my you know default mode that someone is going to abandon me people are going to abandon me I'm going to abandon myself like life like everything like you know somebody be going to the shop and I'd be like they're abandoning me so all of this sort of work everything was was everything was like the underlying issue of everything I was always that I was feeling abandoned so I had essentially then kind of went back to that myself I kind of abandoned myself in a sense I abandoned my like mental health routine I abandoned like my spirituality because I was like yeah but I'm fine and sure look it all works out and because I am such a positive person I kind of just it kind of just yeah I was just like ah sure look it could be worse like I'm very good at like I don't want to say like talking myself around because I think with that it comes there's a bit of manipulation in that and it wasn't that's not what I was doing but I was genuinely just be like well look I'm lucky I'm safe and I've a roof over my head and I've you know water to drink and food in in, in my belly and you know all these different basic needs um, so so yeah so anyway so that kind of just I was like ah sure look it'll all work out so like you know July comes That so it's funny that the end of my podcast was July the 31st I went so I was like oh I'm just not like I just don't have the mental capacity so I started to cut things out of my life that were no longer energetically I could give so everything is an energy exchange so like I just stopped you know there were certain people I just was like nah not for me the podcast not not doing it anymore and um, just certain little things I was giving up like even different foods and stuff I was like you know what I just can't eat that anymore like bread was a big thing for me I was like I just can't like it was just I don't know it's weird but I'd eat and be feeling like so bad probably because the shit that's in the food over here anyway but I was like that I just can't it's it's triggering stuff for me so anyway but I was still in the unknown I was still like what is this why is this feeling and I've I'm you know a good run is better than a bad stand okay so for me I was like okay I'll just keep going 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 because I don't know if I stay still enough I don't know what I'm going to be looking at and I don't know what it is maybe there's a part of you like that wants to like not own what you have to look at I, but, but part of me was more I genuinely didn't know I was like I don't know what this issue is I don't know and all I can do is just survive so I went straight back into survival mode and that's because that's what my history has been that um, and again I'm going to go into all more detail about that because that's stuff that's just I know it's just mad and it's just definitely stuff that I wanted to to kind of talk about in later podcasts but anyway so in September I was only able to start looking at it and how I know it was September was because the 2nd of September I reached out to a therapist now my therapist is from Ireland I I'd how I felt I wanted a spiritual therapist I wanted a therapist that that doesn't come to you with the Freudian you know the books like I'm a very like I I'm an in other realm type person like I live in I like I feel sometimes I'm more connected to spirit than I am 
you know to like the flesh and to what's actually happening outside like I'm very good at just being like maybe it's because I'm a Pisces as well but like I'm in a different like I don't know I just feel like sometimes that I, I, when someone's talking to me I can't be very black and white and factual sometimes I have to be the dream or I have to be the the you know otherworldly God universe vortex vibration energy that's that's where I am that's where I live like and so I wanted a therapist like that and anyway my friend actually was telling me about the therapist he was going to and I was like she sounds amazing like do you think I could reach out like even though we're friends whatever so anyway I reached out to her on the 2nd of September and I've been going to her ever since um, and she's just like look amazing changed my life but the stuff that has come up for me has been stuff that I'm like is this actually for real like are you actually like I'm like really like because it's stuff that comes up that I bring up myself so when I'm saying am I for real I'm, I'm saying it to myself because like it would come up and I'd be like wait what like I never knew that that was there for me I never knew I felt like that now my mum and dad broke up when I was a kid I, I never I always felt I was lucky out of um, the four of us kids because I was the youngest and I was three when they broke up so I never knew anything other than my mum and dad not being together and I've always had such a good relationship with my dad that I was fine like I was always just like yeah that's just the way it is and whatever Um, but deep down underneath that then is a sense of abandonment like you know I feel or felt that my dad had abandoned me now I didn't know that I never knew that I never felt that I never it was never something and I know I'm being so open here and the reason I'm being so open guys is because I think the more you can be open and honest with others and yourself it allows them to be fully themselves like if you can be fully yourself in your vulnerable state it allows other people to come to you with their open heart and their vulnerabilities too so like I'm I'm, I'm saying this and some of you will never some of you listen to this cannot relate some of you are like inner child what what work I've never even gone to a therapist and that's absolutely amazing and I like whatever do you know what I mean like I, I think like some people will go on a journey and never having an awakening in their life and that's absolutely fine we're all at different soul stages and you know this is just where I am so I think I'm just being honest for people out there that have gone through this or are going through this or are experiencing or they just are like, what's wrong with me and I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I'm going to vouch for therapy again because stuff was coming out of me that I was like, really? Like, I, I can't believe I just said that. Where did that come from? And then I would look at it and I'm like, oh, that's from that day that like my dad left the house early and I thought he was coming home and he w- was in work or something. Do you know, all this mad shit. Like, so, like, if anyone asked me, I would say I've had the most amazing childhood, had a really good childhood. But then on paper, when I look back, I was like, oh God, like a really fucking tough childhood. Like, so it's very interesting to what our, de- our defense mechanisms tell us like what our what we say what we tell ourselves and what we genuinely feel so I was genuinely someone that would be like yeah I had a great childhood and then when I look back at things I'm like god that was really tough I'm really you know I'm so happy and proud of myself to have survived that and um, you know add into that then losing a brother and a sister you know it's just it's you know it's incomprehensible anyway so that's why I like I reached back out to a the therapist and from then on so that was September and I've just been doing such deep work since and leading up to COVID like leading up to me supposed to go home and then getting COVID it's all I was like of course and do you know what I was kind of so thankful 
that I was like, do you know what? This is two weeks on my own. I am on your time. It's fucking go time. It's me time. It's all about me. Now I'm being forced. So so God had forced. And look, I say God. People say universe, energy, vortex, whatever you want to say. Angels, absolutely, whatever word you want to put in it, that's absolutely fine. I just use God. That's the word I use. Um, sometimes I actually say angels as well. Sorry, I'm going to take a little sip of my champagne as well. What time is that? I want to check. It's um, it's 7. Oh, se- it's 0707. There you go. Oh my God, isn't that mad? I actually checked the time and it's 0707. So, like... Uh, there's a little um, I'm always seeing like numbers you know 11, 11, 12, 12, 14, 14 so I was out walking earlier and um, in the middle of like shit and dirt because it was rain here in LA the last few days I found the most beautiful feather I've ever seen in my life and I was like of course I'm just after seeing that in this pile of dirt you know but spirit world just reaching out to you to be like yeah like don't worry we're here anyway so that champagne is massive by the way thanks Jared um, so yeah so look I've just had a mad time and then to be the end of the year of what's been a really tough year when I look back especially the last few months oh my god dark night of soul stuff lads right and to be to be able to be on my own and to be to be forced to be on your own um, and 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 no matter what you've just you have to just be on your own with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and your your everything it's just I felt actually so thankful for it and I felt it's what I needed I honestly feel I've had the best time ever oh my god I've had like such a lovely just such a lovely time my roommate is back on Sunday and I'm so ready for human communication again that's amazing like that's the thing even tonight I was like I don't want to go out like you know I was invited out with my friends tomorrow I was supposed to go to the races I was like no I just I'm still in my little cocoon and I'm loving it lads I've spent I've spent the last few weeks well the last two weeks specifically but I've spent the last few weeks just like making jigsaw puzzles reading books um, drawn colouring I ordered a colouring book a Disney colouring book so I was going back to doing stuff that I loved to do as a child so I started to do all that um, just you know body work doing my meditations twice a day obviously as all know I'm, I do transcendental meditation I mention that on all my podcasts but uh, funny the last while my meditations have been very hard for me to sit still because because there's been something trapped there's been something in my body that needs to come out and obviously that's why I'm releasing now and it's so much out of me that that's why I'm able to sit here and record a podcast because I'm in a totally different place now just in another side note nobody around me would have known like when I was telling people like oh look um, you know I'm just not in a great place right now so like you know I'll be in touch soon or, or like oh look I'm just you know not in a great place they'd be like really? because I'm I just I'm I'm so good at being able to stay present and and that's what life I think is all about is being able to stay present but then it's like well like you're faced with stuff that you have to really look at then as well so there's that contradiction so it's like oh my god I'm safe and I love life but then it's like mm, but why are you not really looking at either that needs to be dealt with so stuff was coming up in my in my life that was mirroring back to me and you'll find as well that people in your life tend to mirror back stuff of no fault of their own but people mirror stuff that's wrong with them back to you because there's a part of them that you're looking at you know and you're relating to or you're fighting against or that's a trigger for you because you see yourself in them so like I'd even like I was kind of seeing someone and like it was just a very not even like it wasn't a bad situation but a lot of stuff was coming up for two the two of us and I was like wow like I'm seeing a lot of myself in him 
and and we were definitely triggers for each other and that's just a heartbreak in itself and all of that was coming up then like you know certain people in my life were just like I was like oh my god like I can't be around this person like and and I know that that's it's my issue as much as it is theirs so nobody is to blame like we're all human beings battling our own stuff and then some people are just more aware than others so like for me it's funny I get a very um someone could be nice to me but if I've if I sense an energy right I get this like and this sounds mad this sounds mad and I hope that there's people out here listening that can relate to this because there is some people I tell and they're like oh yeah I got that but it depends how much work they've done on themselves but I get this like little tingly feeling and it's kind of I wouldn't say it's a good instinct but it's like nearly a tingly feeling on my body if I'm around someone and they're it's like my body doesn't want to be, be near them it's near like and because I'm fighting that then I get this little tingly thing in my body so listen the body fucking doesn't lie lads do you have something going on with your body like look deeper because I guarantee it's some sort of trauma or something that's not coming out anyway so I was I was found myself I was around more people that I was getting this little thing so even people that were really nice to me I was like I'm just not supposed to be around this person this person isn't supposed to be my energy but equally so then I was also around a couple of people that were really mean to me and treated me maybe not so great or did things or said things that would be really hurtful but I could see beyond that then so then you're in a situation where you have someone that you know is is kind of not not very nice or not being the best version of themselves but you know that that's not their true self do you get me so it's like you have these fake people that are nice and they're like oh yeah yeah grand but you, but your body is reacting to them in a certain way because it's like deep down they're they're not you're not on on the same length as them wavelength at the moment as them like you know doesn't mean they're bad people it's just where you both are and vi- and similarly so you could be with someone that's not necessarily nice to you but you know deep down that that's not that's not the true essence of them right so I hope that makes sense to people I just it's like you're able to see beyond the veil if that makes sense right so picture you have a veil over your eyes like you know and then it's it's like you can see beyond and I'm like I can see that person's light shining and I, I just don't want to give up on them and I'm very like that as well so anyway so all this mad shit was happening. I was discerning through friends, through bits of work I was doing, through like, you know, whatever, all different types of people that were kind of coming into my life. So I could just feel people's energy and that was just kind of part of it. So like, that's kind of where I've been the last while. And I, I had to fully pull back. So like, I'm not on Instagram at the moment because I knew I was putting up shit that wasn't even, I didn't, it felt like it was zapping my energy. Does that make sense? Even though there was nothing that was necessarily triggering, but I'd like stick up a post and it didn't have the same nice, joyous momentum behind it. And the minute I don't feel joy or I'm not feeling, I'm like, do you know what? This isn't for fucking me. I'm gone. So for me, I just was like, I was even like, even people like, you know, just say cousins, family, friends would be sticking up stuff. And instead of being like, oh my God, I love that. Like, I I just kind of like strolling past. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm not, like, it's like I was, I was kind of not enjoying social media. And I remember I got like that on Facebook a while ago. And when I say a while ago, I think like two or three years ago gave myself a break from Facebook and I've never been back on it and I never will go back on it again in my life I couldn't I I swear to God Mark Zuckerberg is an absolute see you next Tuesday so please delete your Facebook if you're listening to this anyway that fucker has just ruined the world but that's another here and another anyway delete Facebook I was like this place this again I would be on it and my energy would change that's that's what it is like and I started to get like that on Instagram but 
because I'd experienced that from like Facebook and stuff before I was like right this just isn't for me and I'd I come off so Instagram I come off earlier whereas Facebook took me a, a bit of a like longer while anyway so I just came off it, not not that I'm going to be off it forever. Um, I definitely miss kind of seeing some things and some people, but I was just like, no, this just isn't serving me anymore. I need to be filling my cup up. And social media just doesn't do that. I needed like human connection. I needed my own connection. I needed to not be abandoning myself. And every time I was lifting up my phone to go on Instagram, to fucking scroll, to to distract myself every time I was just going out just because or every time I was just going somewhere just because like all of this it's me it's 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 us abandoning ourselves it was me abandoning myself and then fr- what I've learned from therapy is that I would be it, it, we, like I don't know again if you've ever like looked up like relationship attachment issues or relationship attachment styles yeah I don't want to say issues styles more so because there's a couple out there and there's like a few out there, but there's like secure attachment is obviously the one that we're all striving for. But then there's the other different like anxious attachment, uh, disorganized attachment, avoidant attachment. Anyway, so I was learning then that I had this like avoidant attachment uh, behavior. Anyway, that's another thing. So I literally, oh, my little niece was ringing me there. So sorry if she cut off there. Um, But yeah, so I literally was going through all of this and not able to like you know trying to trying to function and then like be very careful of what was coming into my energy so like I was like yeah social media gone podcast gone that person gone I just had to take it and and it sounds very very selfish I'm sure it does like but you just have to do that for yourself so I'm just oh my little niece hold on I have to write back to her Sorry about that. My little niece is ringing me from Ireland. Um, so she's obviously up having the crack with New Year's. So I want to give her a little ring back. Um, but yeah, I just felt that like... Uh, I'm sorry, I know you can hear them notifications going off. Like so rude. But I just look... I, I, I'm i talking to you in this podcast and that's all the matters. And if I was... If we're sitting there having a conversation one-on-one, your and my phone goes off, it's part of life. So whatever it is, what it is. Anyway, so all this stuff was going on and I know lads I'm being so personal here I'm probably even going to get more personal and deeper um, in the next few kind of episodes or whatever just to like or I'll just be honest I'm just trying to be honest because like I said it just helps other people and then like it's sometimes as well do you ever feel when you're in a, in a shitty place or in a low place and you're searching for something you're like oh I'm fucking what is this what's wrong with me and then you hear something and you're like oh my god I just want to look into that and explore that you know or like all of a sudden someone recommends like a self help book or someone sends you a YouTube clip or someone tells you about their therapy session you're like oh my god I've experienced that or whatever so I think that's what I like that's what I'm kind of trying to do here so um, so no shame and there you go that's, that's kind of what's been going on I won't go into too much more detail because I just can feel you probably falling asleep now um, but obviously if you have any questions about anything please feel free to reach out I will tell you and be honest as I can um, I'll also probably be more honest um, I've been writing the last while so I like to kind of journal and stuff and I've been writing little personal essays the last while just about like just for myself for like dating work sex career relationships therapy just everything I just if I get 
like the other night for some reason I found myself in my journal I was writing jokes I don't know what I was just like I just want they were personal jokes like not jokes like on my expense around, but I mean stuff that related to me that I was like that's fucking hilarious I can't believe I did that or I can't believe I was there and it was so healing you know it was so so healing for me and I was like wow like so I'm actually writing all that stuff and I feel like I'm going to share it someday. I don't know when or where or how or what, but I've been writing these personal essays and I just think that that's what's going to come out of me in the next while. Like, I think that's definitely a creative outlet. Um, oh, just on the acting, this is another important thing that I wanted to say. So for me, when this was happening, I, I found... I could barely even show up to acting class. I had such an emotional thing. And you know what's so weird about it? I did an audition for a show that was going to be on Amazon and I was going to be in San Diego I was going to be filming in San Diego right which is funny enough again like bringing me back to San Diego but I was like right I'm going to be going up to um, San Diego so therefore I was like I'll, I'll finish up in my um, acting class and again like God's fucking timing is mad I finished up in that acting class but it was also I was exhausted mentally exhausted going into acting into my classes like my performances I just it was almost like there was just this other emotional barrier that was there for me and I was like I don't know what this is I don't know what it's about I'm just I'm just in it and that's where I am so um, all this was kind of happening all at once and then there was you know I was struggling even going into class I wasn't feeling the joy so like similar to like the Instagram I just wasn't feeling the joy of it and I was just like wow what is this about but anyway at the same time just happened to get this audition so I had to leave the class right so I was like alright grand I'm going to be like doing a bit of filming up in San Diego and then with work I'm not going to be able to be here so I was like grand you take a leave of absence took the leave of absence right literally within a month maybe a month and a half like COVID not that it was it, I guess it was starting to pick up but not as, nothing as bad as it is now like everyone has COVID but it was starting to pick up again and productions were being affected so they were like oh look we're just putting things on hold and I was like do you know what yeah whatever that's what it is and then it was just mad because I was like right here I am not able to do acting but I was struggling going into the class this is the thing I was emotionally mentally physically I just was having such a I was like I can't even do this because my head is in such a weird place my mind my body and everything my soul that's what it is my soul was just in such a weird place so I was like right so anyway that happened but then it like so that's totally on pause like on pause at the moment indefinitely right and it's so funny the way things work out because obviously I needed to finish up my acting class. Now, in that time, I'd signed up to do a workshop in the meantime that was on a different day. So I'd already gotten signed up to doing that. And it was just a different type of acting class. And it was kind of what I needed because it was kind of more movement about the body. And then the teacher was just amazing to me at the moment that that's what spoke to me. So she was very... Oh, she's amazing acting teacher anyway, but she was her her like technique and her focus on acting was like what I needed at that time. So I just, you know, serendipity things happen and you're like, wow, this is where I am now. Like the COVID. I was supposed to get COVID the day before I was supposed to go home to Ireland because one, I would have went fucking on a plane and God knows infected anyone. I would hate that. I would absolutely be broken hearted. And then going back affecting my family. My family are all in their seventies. And my dad and my ma, like devastated to think that, like, oh my god, they would, I would get them sick, spread it to God knows who. So like, totally God's timing. And then because I needed two weeks out on my own, I needed to be alone. I just needed to 
be okay you know come back to myself come back to Anya because at the end of the day guys all we have is ourselves I'll just tell you that now all we have is ourselves and if your relationship isn't right with you and yourself like goodbye fucking everything else goodbye Every everything else is just going to fall apart around, around you or not sit well with you so I like even this podcast or this year now that's coming it's 2022 is 2020 you like I am so just focusing on myself that's unbelievable that's just where I am and even more so than I have been before because I like I would be very good with my whole mental health and stuff but I mean I need like I was like no this is just it's for me now and that and that's it and that's 2020 you fucking telling you anyway so back to all that finished up the act and so I just want to let you know that's where I am with that as well because I do get lovely little uh, questions and stuff so I'm still on Twitter by the way at Onion LA um, but I still get people and they'll be like oh tell us about your acting journey because like you know a lot of people are interested like I came over here when I was 33 as a producer and now I'm 34 trying to be an actor and I've yeah love it do you know what I mean um, so yeah I'm still very much involved with that but it's just it's, it's going deeper like it's just I needed to take that break from the class to just um, to just really see where I was, you know. So it was interesting that it came. It, it was ta- the decision was taken from me. I was like, oh, I've finished up. I have to take a leave of absence, and then there I am now taking a leave of absence. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going back yet now until maybe the end of January. Um, and then I'm like, right, what other types of acting class? Because that other acting teacher showed me a different technique, and I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this sort of body movement and whatever so um so yeah that's another i have an audit two audits this month actually so an audit is like you go to a class and you can just audit it and see what it's like and see if it's for you so i'm going to two very very different type of acting class i'm going to audit two very different ones and i'm just going to see where that takes me so i'm going to see how i feel and i'm just going to listen to my body and my gut and that's what i do and that's literally what i do and that's why sometimes like you know you might hang on to a relationship longer you might hang on to a friendship longer because there's something in it that you're not it's not ready to leave and sometimes we're so quick with being I'm done saying I'm done that's it I'm done like how many times have you been in an argument with someone or you're you're in an awkward like friendship or relationship and you're like you know what I'm fucking done the next time you want to do that just sit with yourself and be like no there's something obviously here I, I don't feel done and even if you feel done there's a good chance that you're not because if you're ending it like that you're not done if you're sending a shitty message like that I'm done like it's just it's not done do you know so it's like I want her to send that message but I'm not going to do it I'm going to sit with myself instead um, so yeah that's kind of what's happening sorry I feel that last few minutes was just me hitting tennis balls all over the place there um, look you know I don't really like write things down I actually did write a few different things down um, just to talk and I haven't even talked about any of them one thing I will tell you about I got my full driving licence ah lads right went to Went to have me test. Uh, so I've been driving on a learner's permit over here, but I have a full Irish driving license. And in, I don't know if it's actually just America or the state of California or just the rules anyway, but you're allowed to drive for at least a year or maybe it's even two years, you're allowed to drive in your full Irish license. Um, you know, once you've not a full driving license, you're fine to drive on that unless until they see that you're like living in the state or something so I look I'm fully living in America I'm never fucking moving home I'm buying a gaff in California and that's what's happened like that's where I am um, like everything I'm just I'm here my husband will be American and that's that like so I'll um, so god that's terrible I'm just have to write off every other guy thanks anyway um, so I went to do I'd my learner's permit they give you a year to do your driving test and of course of course the day 
before I do my driving test is the day or the day before my thing is up my learner's permit is up I book a test right so of course the day before so anyway I went to do my test and I asked in Ireland I don't know if it's the same here right but in Ireland people would say to you what's the easiest test centre to do your test so it's like in Ireland, I think, where I'm from, Tallaght, a lot of people are like, oh, don't do it in Tallaght. Sorry, had to um, stop there and have a little cough and also have a little uh, sup of champagne. Anyway, um, God, yeah, you'll notice then, like, look at me having one glass because, like, if I was just here with the bottle beside me, then I'd be, like, just talking, talking, talking. Anyway, so in Ireland, people are like, what's the easiest test centre to do your test in? So it used to be, like, where I'm from in Tallaght, oh, don't do it in Tallaght. So I did mine in Nace, like a whole different county, County Kildare from Dublin living in Tala went down to Nace to do it never driven to Nace before in my life but anyway went down to did me driving tests anyway passed us that's another thing so I was asking a couple of the people around here where's the easiest um, <laughs> uh, test centre so one of the girls says to me oh Inglewood right she's where where I'm from don't worry you'll, you'll sail it or whatever grand right so I showed up to Inglewood my test was for 8am I showed up 730 uh, was using my roommate's car because my car the day before of course my car the day before the brake light came on and I was like you're kidding me so of course you know like you can't even though there was nothing wrong with me brakes I'd only gotten new brakes pads but obviously the sensor or something was gone and I was like fuck so anyway took my friend's uh, car so drove to the test centre 7.30 was the only white person there right laughing right I was like oh here we go I was like of course showing up like you know they're going to be like who is fucking this one it shows up anyway so gets to the top of the line and they ask you for a list of all these things so they ask you for your licence and registration get them me, me licence registration they have these there's little tags that go on plates over here um, that just say your car is registered for the year so obviously like I said it wasn't my car so the stickers were on the on the registration plate and I was like yeah they're over there on the plate like do you want to see them and the woman was like no I want the actual document and I was like oh well here I have a picture of it no such thing she was so straight away this woman now first of all I was in the wrong line um, my appointment was until 8 o'clock and I was in the line for a half 7 and I went into the wrong line I went into the disabled line uh, so then when she came out to serve me she was like sorry you're in the wrong line you're after skipping the queue and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'll get like into the back of the other queue which was fucking miles long she's like oh, no it's fine come on so anyway so she served me so straight away red flag who's this white bitch in the disabled you know typical like standing in the disabled line taken from you know the, the less privileged or whatever so there was in the line and your one straight away just wasn't having any of me so just say out of five documents all I had was one I was like listen love please I was like just please let me in she was like look if you the registration was our final straw she was like if you can go in there and get a copy of your registration the, the physical copy I'll let you away with it and if you you know come back out here so anyway I went in so I had to stand so this is like you know by the time she lets me in this is like 8.30 then right She's like, we'll let you, if you can get the registration, come back out to me and we'll see, can we get, like, we'll, we'll see, can we get you to, in to do your test? Which, look, rightly so. Anyway, wasting her time. But she was, kind of let me in and let me away with it. So I got in, was in the queue there again for like another hour then, trying to get a registration. Went up to the desk and she was like, sure, the car's not, whose car, who's, whose car is this? And I was like, me. And I was telling them. And she was like, sure, we can't give you their registration. It's in their name. And I was like, yeah, but I'm here. They've like borrowed me. And then she says to me, who's doing your test with you today and I was like what do you mean she was like well you're on a permit who's your over who's your full licensed driver that's with you and I was like straight away right this is the way my mind goes I was like 
Oh, my cousin is outside. And she says, well, you better go and get your fucking cousin, right? Lads, I shit you not. I went outside the DMV, went down the line asking people who had a full license, who had a full driving license, have you a full driving license? Now, in America, I think they're just, people are so used to maybe like scamming people or just be, like if this was in Ireland, right, I'd ask, it'd be the second or third person I'd ask and they'd say, yeah, no bother, come on. Like, I'll pretend to be your cousin, right? I had to go down the queue and nobody, people weren't even, and again, look, I'm white, I'm standing here, as these people are like, who the fuck is she? They're rightly so not trusting, trusting me, you know what I mean? I wouldn't trust a British person, <laughs> I joke. Hmm. Anyway, um, so, like, you know, I'm going down the line, hey, do you have a full licence? And they're all looking at me, uh, yeah, why? Or no, like, away from me, and, you know, whatever. Anyway, get to the bottom of the line, there's this little Spanish man, right? What was, oh my God, Sanchez was his name, can't think of his last name, right? But I was like, listen, will you please just come to the top of the queue and just pretend to be my cousin? All you have to do is show your licence and I'll give you $50. And he was like, yeah, of course. So he comes over, so here I am. I go back up to the top of the line with me fucking Latina cousin, sorry, me Mexican cousin, uh, Sanchez. Hey, now this man, like small, round, bald, like little, the most cutest Mexican man I've ever seen me, like could barely speak English. I was like, this is me cousin Sanchez. And your woman's looking at me as if to say, this is like, are you having a laugh? And I was like, yeah, Sanchez is me licensed driver. So, of course, like, look, she was like, okay, took his details. Sanchez was in the queue anyway, but which I was delighted for him, right? He was at the bottom of the queue because obviously everyone was ignoring me in the line. They let him, like, she, he was able to come in with me. So he was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So he was delighted anyway, right? Got into the queue. But then, anyway, so I went back in, got the registration. I was like, yeah, there's my cousin, look, he's in. He signed in and all, right? So I was like, great. So I was there during all this. And then... Anyway, yeah, she. this is when she tells me the car's not even in your name. Look, you are not doing... This at now, this at around 10.15, 10.30. She was like, you are not doing your driving test here today, love. Just there you go. That's it. They were just having none of me, right? None of me. And I was like, okay, thanks. Now, again, the difference I will say about the customer service in Ireland and in America, Irish people will try to... I'm not saying American people don't. I think in, in places like that people are just so fed up but in Irish there's something about Irish people would be like right look let's see what we can do we're always just trying to you know help someone or do something again I'm not saying Americans aren't but I think they've just been so burned by, by people and they're like you know I'm not trusting anyone and that's the way it is and no you're just scam you're just trying to scam the system that's what they like you know that's what they think whereas an Irish person would be like Asher look let's 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 see what we can do kind of thing right um, so anyway I got kicked out and, and this is another thing it was lashing rain lashing lashing rain that day right so anyway I was driving home tears in my eyes rang me room I was like oh, I was like, I fucking can't do my test and I was like do you know what I'm just going to see I said will you come to if I can get it, it, it so Inglewood as well this is another thing Inglewood is like an hour from my house so I was I was nowhere near Bur- Burbank I said to my roommate if I got a test today would you come with me now we we were going somewhere else at 4 o'clock right we had an appointment at 4 o'clock on the same day the two of us were going to do something and then we were going for dinner and all right so the two of us were going we had this cool little Reiki thing appointment anyway that's another I'll tell you that another time so we. he was like yeah look of course but he was like obviously try get an appointment anyway hung up the phone pulled over to the side of the road went on online tried to went onto the DMV that's down the road from my house 
um, straight away last appointment 1pm that day I was like fuck yes right so this is at like you know 10.30 or whatever 11 o'clock by the time I'm coming home went home still had other documents that I had to get I had to go to the DMV to get a copy of my permit that's another thing as well I'd lost the actual copy of my permit they need like I had the card I had the physical fucking plastic card but they were like no 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 we need the actual document that you got on the day and I was like lads I don't know where that is like who knows who keeps that shit like you know whatever anyway so I had to go to the DMV in uh, Burbank in Glendale first before I even had me test at one o'clock go there get this copy of the permit when I was there the woman was like your test is out of date like tomorrow and I was like I know I'm doing my test today and she's like oh okay well look we'll give it to you anyway so this is a whole other thing so then came back went did my test had the nicest man his name is George who did my test with me sat in the car obviously like look first of all yeah he gets me to do hand signals couldn't even like he says do left and do right if your indicators were broke what would you do I didn't have a clue I was like what like didn't have a clue like I was like I didn't know what I was going to be asked this anyway got in the in the car with him just did me test obviously I can drive I'm 34 I've been driving since I'm fucking 15 practically so I've had a license all my life so I was like look it's fine rallying around he didn't even take me out that long he was like yeah look you're fine come on so passed me anyway and off I went so that was another mad thing that's happened but lads have so many stories so many funny stories to share which is and I'm going to put them all in my little personal essays as well but I, I feel my podcast is back I feel like I'm in such a great place Um, I feel like I just want to say just never give up on yourself never give up on always never abandon yourself that's what it is you are the most important person in the world to you to your world nothing else if you're a mother or father brother, sister cousin, whatever all them relationships won't mean shit or won't be true authentic inner soul 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 relationships until you meet your own soul I just want to tell you that I after that dark night of the soul I can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel and I mean I'm already in a different I feel like I'm I'm heaven on earth do you know that sort of way so I just I just want other people to know that as well and I just want other people to feel that and never abandon yourself if there's something that's not going great for you right now seek help go and talk to someone else yeah friends and family are great but give yourself the gift of professional help like give yourself a meditation teacher a life coach a therapist I uh, first off therapy is number one but you know if you feel you've done a lot of that go for the life coach and go for like a business course like class or whatever it is just you are the number one person in the world because the only world that exists is the world for you so please that's my message ending this happy new year it is literally 2022 but say this year is 2020 you be selfish we're in the middle of a pandemic by you being selfish and looking after yourself by you putting on the oxygen mask yourself you can help other people I'm so ready now to start like just living my authentic relationships with my authentic people in my life now because I'm now in that place and I can meet people even more so on their soul level so that's what I want to share I'm going to go and drink the rest of my bottle of champagne Glad that I did it now and uh, not while long after or not before I recorded the podcast because God knows what else would have come out. A lot of secrets now be told. Do you know what I mean? So listen, you're amazing. 2022 is 2020 you. 
Happy New Year to you all. Wherever you're listening to this, I I'm just I'm speaking to you now and to your soul. Your soul deserves this. And whenever you're listening to this, if it's two, three weeks down the line, you were supposed to listen to this and make you a priority. So happy new year. 2022 is 2020 you. Bye.